you know, we would do a concert in a coffee shop. Right next to me, I would have, I would have a, a big, like, you know those body pillows that are, like, that shaped like animal, like a fish? Like, you know, you can get those big, long body pillows, and there was one in Walmart that was like a fish. So I thought it would be awesome to just buy that thing and put it up on stage with us and call it Barnacles. We called him Barnacles, and we would refer to him throughout the concert of just what he thought about everything. And so, like, at this point, you're talking about two dudes who basically not read the Bible. <laughs> And welcome to episode 112 of the Between You and Me podcast. This is a place where we talk to music makers about the things that hurt, heal and change us in church culture. My name is Jessica Morris. I'm an Australian music journalist and this is our first episode of 2022. Hence the Happy New Year, even though you may already be over it. But let's just keep riding out that happiness and that faith, my friends. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at JesusWide.com your number one source for Christian music news, reviews, and interviews. And today's a good day because, yes, we are back for the year, but we have a prolific band on. Have you heard of a little band called Shane and Shane? I'm talking about, like, one of the biggest worship duos in Christian music. So, fun fact, I, I've known of Shane and Shane, um, but I'm a big fan of of Shane Bernard's wife, Bethany. Um, and many, many years ago before they were married, I just remember hearing about how Bethany Dillon had had become engaged, got married to a guy from a band called Shane and Shane, and his name was Shane. And I was like, who's this Shane? I met Shane and I met his best friend, Shane, and they are both awesome. Um, so we had so much fun talking about their latest album, Psalms, Hymns, and Spiritual Songs. It's really special and I thought it was super cool how these two like experience the authenticity and the heart of God through scripture. Anyway, their their passion for it is something that's really special to me because they love God so authentically. So I think you will enjoy this. I'm not going to hold you up. I'm going to let you jump right into this interview. We'll do a short bio, the who, what, when, where, why of Shane and Shane. It's pretty amazing. Um, And you will also hear some of their tracks through this Over the course of their nearly 20-year career under the banner Shane and Shane, Shane Everett and Shane Bernard have told countless journalists and fans that they are not brothers, and yes, they do have an original band name. Now, while it's fun trying to figure out which Shane is mentioned first in Shane and Shane, the fact remains that this duo are some of the longest standing and most beloved in the Christian music industry. They have released 40 albums with more than 613 million streams. They've had more than 100 million views on YouTube and their songs are sung in corporate worship services worldwide. Now Shane and Shane, the band, started out two decades ago when Shane Everett and Shane Bernard had little to no biblical literacy. They met at university and as the story goes, they were new Christians or soon to become Christians. And when Shane Bernard was asked to sing hymns and songs from the Bible, he invited Everett to join him on stage. And they also decided to bring a fish-shaped pillow with them called Barnacles, who could preach the gospel while they did the singing part. 
All that to say, Shane Everett had recently left his own band and soon he became a staple. Pretty soon, the duo were inseparable, although sadly Barnacles was banished from the Bergen duo. Now if that's not the most youth group thing I've ever heard, I don't know what is. But somehow this duo worked. And God was clearly moving and still is. Because between 98 to 2001, Everett and Bernard both released independent solo albums or collaborations with other artists. But 2002 signalled the release of their first album under Shane and Shane. It was called Psalms and was released under In Pop Records. The debut reached 11 on the Billboard Christian charts and the label would release their next six albums. Notably, 2004's Clean and 2007's Pages both reached number five on the Billboard Christian charts. Meanwhile, Carry Away, Upstairs and Clean also charted on the Heat Seekers charts. Now, Shane and Shane did go on a short hiatus in 2005 after the release of their live album, An Evening with Shane and Shane. But their creation and release of music has been nothing short of prolific over the years. After eight releases on Impop Records, they were signed a fair trade where the 2011 album, The One You Need, reached number four on the Christian charts. Their following album, Bring Your Nothing, reached number three. And meanwhile, both of these albums also reached the Billboard 100. Come 2014, Shane and Shane added another string to their bow. They started a Kickstarter, they began the Worship Initiative, a member-based website that would equip and train up worship leaders. This has spawned 21 releases plus three Christmas records, with the latest The Worship Initiative Volume 19 being released in February 2020. All but two of these albums were released independently, with 2015's aptly titled The Worship Initiative coming out on Fairtrade, and Psalms 22, the album, coming out on Wellhouse. Multiple live recordings of the Psalms and hymns have also been released. Over the years, Shane and Shane would tour constantly, building connections and performing with people like Michael W. Smith, the David Crowder Band, Robbie C., and Bethany Dillon, who, fun fact, Shane Bernard actually would marry, hence Bethany Bernard. Shane and Shane would even feature on the Tadashi track, Finally. Talk about a versatile band. Now in July 2021, Shane and Shane released their first set of original tracks in six years. Titled Psalms, Hymns and Spiritual Songs, Volume 1, it sees them select and write tracks based on the sacred scriptures, in addition to choruses and hymns penned by the likes of Fanny Crosby. Melding together notes of pop, worship and blues, the duo were continuing their mission to serve the church through biblically grounded and creatively compelling worship resources. Now I spoke to Shane Shane late October last year about this album and I'm so excited to finally share it with you. They tell me about why they are so devoted and passionate about seeing the scriptures 20 years in and they get real about how the Bible has given them language during struggle to actually lament and be honest with God. Plus they talk about how they've grown and changed over the years and why there's no Barnacles left in the band. I know, rest in peace Barnacles. Okay friends. This is fun. Meet Shane and Shane. So for people who, for some reason, have never met you or listened to your music before, for our Audigo podcasters, can you both introduce yourselves and then tell me who Shane and Shane is? Yes. I am Shane Bernard and I am Shane Everett. And we are a part of a band called Shane and Shane. And it's a super original name. It's not, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's not confusing at all because that's, those are our names. Yes. And uh, we're not brothers, though. 
um, as many people would think, um, for whatever reason. And uh, we, yeah, we've been playing music together and singing through God's word for a couple decades. And we started in college and uh, we were business majors who had no business doing that, singing or preaching. And uh, God had other plans. And so we've just been holding on ever since. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Nicely done. Cover for both of you. Now, can you both describe each other in three words? We'll start with you, Shane Everett. Describe Shane in three words. Uh, We should should describe each other. Yes, that's that's what I meant. Oh, that's what you meant. That's that's what what I meant. Please go ahead and do that. Give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, me, so I'm going to describe Shane Everett in three words. Please, that would be great. Uh, bold. Um, uh, personable. Um, loud. Loud. No, I'm a bold, personable, yeah. loud so, person. Oh, bold, loud and bolder are kind of similar. So bold, personable, gifted. Oh, you got four for three. Nicely done. Yes, three good ones. That was excellent. Okay. And how would you just... Okay. He is optimist. He is... uh, uh, Faithful. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a good one for you too. Faithful and... Um, uh, truth teller. Oh, I love that. All th- all those are the three. I think those would be his three. Okay, your descriptions of each other are so like unique and not generic, and I love how much thought you put in them. Thank you. I feel like I know you both so much better now. It's great. Thank you. Um, so your latest release is, sorry, I want to make sure I get this right, which is why I have it written down here. It is uh, Psalms, Hymns, and Spiritual Songs, Volume 1. Now, you guys, as you said, you've been doing this for nearly two decades. I would say you're prolific at this. It's amazing at the amount of music, quality music that you've put out. Can you tell me about this album and what makes it unique in 2021 or 2022 when people hear this? <clears throat> you know, I I can tell you about the album for sure. <laughs> uh, but I don't necessarily know what uh, makes it any more unique than anything else we've done. I mean, we kind of got tricked into singing God's word early on. You know, I mean, we, we just... Back in the day when we were in college and my roommate asked me to sing at this concert, I mean, I, I didn't have any grid for for music, especially Christian music. I was a new believer. I knew, you know, GCD and E minor uh, and um, the 20 worship songs that kind of came along with those chords. And, uh, and I mean, it was just like, I guess we're just going to sing, sing the Psalms. Didn't they used to sing the Psalms? I think they used, and we started to sing God's word. And, uh, and, and because of what it started to do in us and started to produce in us, um, I think that was just something that we returned to over and over again, uh, just writing songs out of God's word. Um, and, uh, 
And so this record would not be any different as far as like the, mm-hmm. the high 50,000 foot view. Um, it may, songs may sound different than the last ones and, and stuff like that. Um, but the way that we usually approach that is like, okay, we take a song at a time, you know, like this record, I, we have a stairwell here in our studio that I spend a ton of time in and all the songs were written there. It's just like a fire escape. It's horribly visually uninspiring, but it sounds amazing. And, uh, you know, I would take our band, we booked a band and I'd take them in there and I'd play the song for them. And they'd never heard it before this particular band. And then we would just brainstorm and we would just start doing it. I mean, most of it we would track live and then I would come around those live tracks and then add stuff or whatever. So, so musically it's kind of like, man, I don't know. It's just, uh, I don't know what direction, you know, we have, we have a certain amount of cards to play and here's a song. And so we, here's the palette and we're just going to do the best we can. God's word and letting it accomplish what it 
accomplishes. And then it might be different because of whatever reason, musically, in the moment, we felt like going this direction versus this direction. Yeah, and if it is different, I mean, the thing is, these songs are are ancient songs, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, it's like I, I don't. I think it. The only distinctive would be, it's a new way of saying the same things. You know, it's kind of like there's nothing new under the sun. You know, I mean, we are the people that are distracted, just like people have been distracted. You know, since the garden. You know, mm-hmm. we're distracted people, and and. We want to, through the songs that we sing, remind each other of the truths that the Lord has given us, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just like, we had a friend who said one time, man, I've never, you know, how do I hear God speak, you know? It's just like, read the Bible out loud, you know? Yeah. So we're just singing the Bible out loud and praying that God speaks through yeah. his word. And he's, he's promised to, you know? I mean, it's living, it's active, yeah. you know? And so that's, that's you know, we're spending our life on that, you know? Yeah. And it's just like uh, the wisdom of God has been pinned and we get a chance to sing truths that are um, uh, not just a balm to the soul, but the food for the soul. You know, yeah. I mean, it's 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 it can sustain us. We believe it that it can. And it's it has and he has proven himself to be true over the course of our lives and and, ha- and for generations Gen- mm-hmm. you know it's this is not new yeah you know it's just like so you know is it new no it's just old so but it's great <laughs> and, and, and speaking of old and to come back to your question that you asked uh, one of the things that's different about this this record is that a buddy of mine who uh is a, is, is a pretty new friend came in, 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 it was a worship leader in Northern California named Grayson and he came down to write with me this was like a week before our record and I, and I was kind of not looking forward to it because I'm like man this is just such a busy time why did I do this why did I say yes on this day and then um, three of the songs that we wrote that day ended up going on the record which oh, I, wow. I, I didn't know if he wrote songs do you write songs do you, are, are you good I mean I had no, no information other than just you're cool and sure come whenever you want you know and and uh and two of the songs on the record kind of under the category of hymns um we co-wrote with a dear sister named fanny crosby who wrote blessed assurance and other uh other many other hymns and um apparently a treasure trove of Fanny's poetry hymns had been opened up and he had acts so he brought like these 10 um, hymns that had never been seen or heard or anything and so we just got to sit in a room and um. co-write with this dear sister uh, which those those couple of songs are um, are like two of my favorites on the record so it's like you know she wrote a verse and we wrote a verse and she wrote half the chorus and we wrote it so it was just you know I mean she's getting tons more royalties than she'll ever get down here up there um, in uh in heaven but uh, it, that, that was something uniquely different about this um, some of these songs that I just never done before like um, wow. you know take somebody's thoughts that had, that had never been seen or heard and bring her into a writing session which sort of really
are you a creator? Do you like creating fancy slideshows for church? Or maybe you're a videographer, a podcaster like me. Maybe you just love creating things and you need amazing stock music or videos to fill the needs. That is where Soundstripe comes in. The team at Soundstripe are world-class musicians who have hired world-class musicians to create stock music without all the loopholes of licensing. Simply subscribe and you can select what track you want and license it as many times as you want. It's a great way to support artists and create world-class content. We love our friends at Soundstripe. We have been partnered with them since the first episode of Between You and Me, and we are so grateful for their support. If you would like to use their content or check them out, go right now to soundstripe.com and use the code UMEPOD at checkout for 10% off. That is the code UMEPOD at the checkout, and you will get 10% off. You're welcome. Hey, it's me again. Big surprise, I know. But you know what I love? Nearly equally as much as good music. I love a good band tea. And I love a good nostalgic band tea, which is why I'm a big fan of the Between You and Me web store. If you head there right now, you will actually find that we have throwbacks to some of the most iconic Christian musicians and plenty of ammunition for the next catch up with the friends you survived Christian college with or who also survived being a PK with. Go check out our t-shirts, our hoodies, our masks, because that's a thing in 2020, and even our phone covers or notebooks. We would love you to take home a piece of Between You and Me and remember wherever you go that you belong here, that you are a part of a family of misfits and worshippers and questioners and people who apparently like nostalgia. Go and check it out now at our website, betweenyouandmepod.com and hit the shop button. My gosh, that's incredible. Wow. And it's a collaboration, a style of collaboration I've never heard before, but I love it. What a cool way of, for lack of a better term, bring something fresh to something so ancient and like that's so sacred and beautiful. I love that. Um, This may be a redundant question because we know that the word is living and active and there's always something new in it, but you have been artistically dwelling in God's words for really, really overtly for the last like 20 years. How do you keep yourself motivated and sometimes interested in God's word, especially in seasons where you're just like, what the heck is going on? Such as the last year or two. Um, how does that, how does that work for you? Has that ever been a struggle? Um, yes. I mean, I, I, in, in one sense, <clears throat> being motivated um, to be in God's word has been a struggle in many seasons. I mean, like just praying to God for eyes to see and ears to hear and ambition, like holy ambition for his word, like the, the faith from him to believe that I don't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from your mouth. Right. I mean, that, that's a huge prayer of mine. And, and, and what that says in me is that I'm not good at that <laughs> because I'm asking him for those things a lot. You know, Um, but in this season, this hard season, uh, one of the things that was a blessing to me is to go to uh, those passages in his word that give me language uh, appropriately for that that season. Like Psalm 70 or Psalm 42 was a big, uh, a big song for me to pray through and sing through. Um, of like, where is my God? You know, like breakers are crashing 
over and over and over and it feels like death and all these things and lamentations it's like I feel like you're you're like a bear in hiding waiting for me to pounce on me like you shot me with an arrow through my kidney that's about what it felt like and that's just language from the scriptures that he gives us and I, I think that those are um you know those are songs that are uh are so helpful for us in those moments Mm -hmm. to go here it's okay that god knows every single thought before you have it so you can either have it and go to him Mm -hmm. or you can fake it so you can push him away and say the right answers or what you think are the right answers and distance yourself from him and become um, bitter. I mean, just all those things toward God. Or that you can just say the things he knows anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, which that's what those scriptures really help us with. It's like, wow, you can say that? You know, it's okay to like, well, God knows it. Yeah. You can say it because God, God knows you through and through. And he's not scared by that. He's not turned off by that. He's not disappointed. Um, and you can go to him with those with those drastic complaints and bring your complaints to God because it means you're lifting your eyes anyway. Like if you're doing that, you you truly do believe that he's sovereign over all things and that he's the one who calls the shots. Yeah. And if you believe that he's a loving God, you can do that. You can go to him. And so those passages, so to answer that, that question of like, the Bible has given us a ton. I mean, 30% of the Psalms are lament Psalms, a ton of language and sacred language to pray back to God, you know? And so it's, um, it's been helpful in those seasons and will be helpful in future seasons because they're coming. Yeah. sometimes in church or we it feels like as Christians we need to have it all together so we should be happy even though we all know that life is just difficult and challenging um but I love how you're really holding up the fact that 
I mean, this goes without saying, but all scripture is equally sacred, but the laments are there for a purpose. I just know a lot of, a lot of listeners of our podcast will appreciate that um, because so a lot of them are in church, but a lot of them as well are probably on like the outs- outskirts of church and have really struggled with that and what they perceive as authenticity and honesty. And so finding that in scripture, and I love how you brought that up, is, is so beautiful because it comes from the heart of God. Um, and that makes me really excited. So I love what you guys are doing. Thank you. Um, how is Shane and Shane now, the band and you, however <laughs> you want to add to this, how is Shane and Shane now different from when you started 20-ish years ago? Well, when we started 20 or so years ago, I don't think, you know, we, we never had any ambition to do this. You know, I mean, I think, like, you know, Shane borrowed my guitar for his first concert. I had been a believer. At that time that he borrowed my guitar, I wasn't a believer. Oh, wow. A few weeks later, I got saved. And and Shane, after he played this concert, people started calling him to say, hey, can you come play at my youth group? Or can you come do this coffee shop? Or can you do... And so he started going literally just answering the phone like there was no thought of anything that resembled like being a band or anything like that and so it was really just like saying yes like i mean i say that but like i i don't i I just don't know if you can understand how little thought went into these things yeah Yeah. like zero thought for example uh i mean we sang we sang scriptures or scriptural thoughts, but, uh, you know, we would do a concert in a coffee shop right next to me. I would have, I would have a, a big, like, you know, those body pillows that are like, that shaped like animal, like a fish, like, you know, you can get those big, long body pillows. And there was one in Walmart that was like a fish. So I thought it would be awesome to just buy that thing and put it up on stage with us and call it Barnacles. We called him Barnacles, and we would refer to him throughout the concert of just what he thought about everything. And so, like, at this point, you're talking about two dudes who basically not read the Bible, (laughs) you know, and didn't grow up in Christian homes or anything like that, and never listened to Christian music. And so, just out there flopping around with Barnacles, um, but... And so, you know, gradually after the Lord graciously disciplined us in, in several different seasons of just like a good daddy does, um, and, you know, brought us through a time of training and, and, um, time of like opening up our eyes to see the wonders of God and his word, um, and then just tangibly experiencing all of that you know, over the years in our life. So I, I, if you went to a Shane Shane concert now <laughs> versus 20 years ago, it would be really different. Bring back Barnacles. Barnacles would have, he would be the wisest one on the stage saying, he would actually say things, no, quote him. <laughs> we have no, we have no fish on stage now. Uh, but it, yeah, I think like you get to add on to that. I mean, I think it's just like, the Lord has been gracious to us to just impart deep, deep truth, you know, mm-hmm. and it just, and it's just time and fire and 
it's it's just sanctification you know is sanctification sometimes hurts and sometimes is full of joy and and through hardship and trouble and gifts and grace and all of these truths of god you know over the course of our life you know hindsight is just like man he's always been there Mm -hmm. you know and as he's unfolded like like wisdom that is otherworldly and um and how we've just learned to trust him you know that comes out in every part of our life hopefully it comes out in our marriages and how we parent and the songs that we write and then just the urgency of of what it means to stand on a stage and speak to to men and women on behalf of god yeah like i mean you know i think when you're when we were young i don't we had no concept of that, you know, and we had no we had no life experience that had proved those things out. And so, as life has thrown its fiery darts at us, and the Lord has brought us through them, you know, I think it's just built faith, and I think our faith has been built. I think in that, it just comes with it comes with time and. And I, I, I just love the thought of, you know, I thought we were just talking about it earlier. It's just like that C.S. Lewis quote where it's just like further up and further in, yeah. you know. I think the closer we get to glory, you know, the more he opens our eyes. And even though we're seeing in a mirror really dimly lit of what's to come, you know, he's let us in on, on uh, the mysteries of heaven. You know, and is letting us in on these things, and because of that, it's just it's life changing. And we're not there, golly. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. I'm sure in if we're, if we're alive in if we're alive in 20 years, we're probably going to be like 20 years ago. We were we were talking about this thing. You know, I mean, it's it's just like you know, I mean, it's just like the riches of His grace are inexhaustible. Yeah. And it's just like, man, the facets of the diamond that we haven't seen yet, you know, I just pray that we're faithful in a way that um, we don't get distracted by the things that shine in this earth. You know, it's just like, and we have to, we have to go to the well every day because we're, we're so prone to wonder. We are, mm-hmm. we just are. And I think the further we get into this thing the more we realize that man we without him and without the the, the constant renewing of the mind we just we just are, we just want to drift and we just want we just want to keep him close you know and stay close because we know that um, yeah that's the only place we're going to be satisfied you know yeah and so so that's it that's good. And I know you've probably shared that origin story a million times. First time I've heard it, I loved it. Thank you. <laughs> Barnacle should go on merch. Obviously, that wasn't the high point of the whole story, but he should be on merch, just so you know. That's a good thought. I don't think we have uh, – we haven't shared about Barnacle's much at all, actually. That was like the first time – I was shocked that he said that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> So you, that, was a, a, that was a long time ago. This is a privileged podcast. I think you could probably, I actually think on YouTube, there is a video yep. of you talking about Barnacle yep. 
we were so young. I'm sourcing I this. Think it, I think it actually is on the interwebs somewhere from some handy cam somebody had back then in the day. That's it. I, there was no such thing as an iPhone. I, I have a journalism degree for a reason. I'm going to use it. <laughs> going to find that. Um, so they're my set questions. I have a couple of popcorn questions. Okay. But have I missed anything? Is there anything you wanted to say or mention? Mm, well, one thing that we do all the time, you know, I mean, we do play shows, we do make music, but we also run a team here in Dallas that serves a church called the worshipinitiative.com. We train and disciple worship leaders in their craft and in their heart, hopefully. Um, and so we, it's just a, it's a training website that, that we love. That's where we spend a lot of our time. And then we have a free Devo app. So if you like worship songs and you like the word, you can go to the app store and look up Devo and you can get that. And there's a song and a devotional every day. That's that awesome. the songs that we sing in the word of God. So it's pretty cool. Awesome. Free. The Worship Initiative Devo app. You have been our dwelling place, oh everlasting God. Before you formed the mountain tops, you were before it all. And My quick popcorn questions, uh, and you can answer one each or both answer. I don't mind. First question: What is the funniest moment that you've ever had on tour? There's so many funny moments. Oh, well, a lot of them, a lot of them are are are, are rated <laughs> um, because of things that were said on accident or done. It happens. But one one of them that comes to my mind is we were playing at this uh, Catholic school, St. John's, up in the uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul sort of region. And uh, it was this beautiful campus. And um, a lot of a lot of concerts we would set up, and we would just go play in a college gym. But this school actually called us to to, to come play there. And uh, we were setting up, you know, all of our stuff. We would, we had a full crew and a band and trailers and buses wow. and all that. So we're setting up and um, we're, we're noticing, you know, there's just, there's monks out there walking with these big loaves of bread. I mean, this is like a real deal. Wow. This is like a monastery. This is cool. Um, and we're playing this concert. And uh, we're realizing that this is not a normal concert. And, uh, like, nobody's really responding, which was totally okay. In fact, it kind of made us giggle. And uh, so we played a couple songs, and you could, like, hear a pin drop. 
Um, and, uh, and I think we, we all probably came to the conclusion, which was the right conclusion, that all of these students had to be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had to be there. They, they didn't want to be there. They had to be there. And so Shane decides in this moment to kind of break the ice. So I'm tuning my guitar between songs, and he's like, he's like, moms, huh? <laughs> First of all, that was that was how we got into that. Moms, huh? We don't got those in Texas. <laughs> Which is not true. But just random. And I mean, and, and now by this point, everybody in the band is turning red and looking at each other and going, where's this going? And he's like, you know, you know, the monks, because there was a sister, like there was a sister convent of nuns, like mm-hmm. not too far away, that we'd heard about. He's like, you know, the, the, the monks and the nuns ought to get together. Yeah, <laughs> hook up. Not like that. I didn't say no, that. No, he didn't mean like hook up in you know in any other way than just have a, have an outing. Yeah, yeah I, I get what it. What he said is the, the the monks and the nuns, man, they had to hook up. And I mean, nobody. It was dead silent. She's crickets. And it was one of the best moments that I can remember. Oh my gosh, just, I appreciate that. This is great. I wish I could can this moment, mm-hmm. put it in a can, and just drink it. Take it with me. Yeah. That was excellent. I enjoyed that. My brain stays in the same area, so sometimes I'll say phrases like that too. No idea why other people start questioning what's going on. I'm like, it's so innocent. It's fine. I get you. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) My last question for you both uh, goes back to a little bit what we talked about before, but if you could go back to the first... The first time you ever played a show together as Shane and Shane or under a different name, but you perform together and you're seeing the Bible or what you know of the Bible, what would you tell yourself knowing what you know now? <laughs> I don't know. Um, how long do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I think right now I would read... I would read Young Shane. Psalm 90. I would read him Psalm 90. Mm-hmm. You got a second? Please. Because this, this is what I would say to him. I would say, Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth or ever you had formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You return man to dust and say, return, O children of man. For a thousand years in your sight are but as yesterday when it is past or as a watch in the night. You sweep them away as with a flood. They're like a dream, like grass that is renewed in the morning. In the morning it flourishes and is renewed. In the evening it fades and withers. For we are brought to an end by your anger. By your wrath we are dismayed. You have set our iniquities before you. Our secret sins in the light of your presence. For all our days pass away under your wrath. We bring our years to to an end like a sigh. The years of our life, 70, or even by reason of strength, 80. Yet their span is but toil and trouble. They are soon gone and we all fly away. Who considers the power of your anger? Lord, who considers your wrath according to the fear of you? So teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. Return, O Lord, 
How long? Have pity on your servants. And satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. So I would remind early young Shane that his life is full of two things, depravity and brevity. So young Shane, you don't have it together. You're, you're just a, you're just a mess. You're only here for a second. And that second, you are under the wrath of God. Have you considered the wrath of God on sin, little Shane? And then I would remind little Shane of um, Moses's last two prayers. Moses wrote Psalm 90 and he says, how long Lord have pity on us sinners. And I would remind that young Shane that God answered Moses's prayer and had pity on us in the person and work of his son, Jesus Christ. Like he answered Moses's prayer. He really did that. And so like, I have a savior forever. You can have a savior forever, Young Shane. And then um, even Young Shane playing concerts, I would, I would that, that would be a good thing to remind him. And then I would say uh, Moses' second prayer. He said, have pity, save us. And then he said, and satisfy us in the morning. So I would say, a little Shane, um, you're going to be satisfied with something today. Mm-hmm. Um, when, you're, when you're lost, lonely, anxious, fearful, tempted, tired. And usually, usually young Shane, even though you had a different version of this, like this is your savior in those moments. I'm holding up my cell phone for if you can't see me on the podcast. If you think about it, what, what saves you in those moments on a daily basis? What's your functional savior? And I would just say, little Shane, Jesus is not only your savior forever. He's your savior today. So in those moments, you can, um, you can 100% be satisfied in in a relationship with Jesus Christ that everything um, could for you become rubbish compared to knowing Christ Jesus your Lord like that could be a real thing for you and that will free you little shame that will free you to lay your life down for him because you have your return you have everything you're looking for there's nothing that you don't have in Christ Jesus. You're an heir of God, a co-heir with Christ. Yeah. And everything that's his is yours. And um, and so a little Shane, you want a free life or you want you want a heavy, burdened, chained up life? So the life, the pathway to a free life is to be saved and satisfied in Christ on a daily basis when the sun comes yeah. up. And in fact, it's one of the songs we we sing up this new record, Psalm 90. But that's probably what I would share with my little guy if yeah. I had a chance. Yeah. I love that. I love that. What about you, Shane? Everett? Sorry. Oh, man. I would say buckle up. I'd say buckle up. You have no idea what's coming. But I think, you know, it's like, do you change anything? I don't know. I don't know if you can change anything because it's so it's so providential yeah. you know the bad decisions the hard stuff fun stuff you know and just say man man he is so good yeah. and he's going to show it to you yeah. just get ready you know that's probably what I would say love it because it's like you can't you can't know you can't know what you don't know Mm-hmm. And you don't know a lot, and I think like he's just like man, 
you are an absolute fool, but man, he will have pity on you. You know? Yeah. So that's probably what I said. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no advice, just like, no advice. Just get ready. Just get ready, man. Just, Watch, just get ready. Yeah. You are such an idiot. And, and, yeah. The cool thing about God is he loves idiots. He t- really know? does. He just loves humanity. Childish, yes. Childish, prideful mm-hmm. sinners of whom you you have nailed that son and you yeah. and he's still hey, he still got you. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. it's crazy. Yeah. That he loves you, but he does. Yeah. And he's gonna prove it. Right? Over, over and over and over. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Yeah, that's probably what I would say. I don't you know, because I you know, I <laughs> I don't know if that Shane could hear Psalm 90. No, I don't assume that my young Shane could hear it. How often would our younger selves listen to our older selves? He would have had a a much more pleasurable first 10 years in in ministry if he would have had ears to hear it. if you're talking to two people at once with the same name it could be super awkward and I say that as a twin no my sister and I don't share the same name obviously but I'm used to people getting me mixed up or just not knowing who I am yet Shane Bernard and Shane Everett both were just so relaxed so easygoing so funny Uh, I had never met them before but they sort of you know you could hear it they talked to me like I was a friend and that's just it's just, um, it's a skill, but it also just shows how genuine they are. So that was really cool. Thank you, Shane and Shane. That was so fun. Thank you for your patience while we put this out. I told them, I told them it would be out in the new year. And I'm so privileged that between you and me launches into 2022 with Shane and Shane, and that we can actually tackle something like the Bible and the scripture, which while a lot of us know is like important or we've been taught it is important, we can really struggle to engage with it or because we've sort of like left the church or we're sort of deconstructing things. It's hard to know where the Bible fits in with that, right? I really, today, what I really got out of it was how Shane and Shane talked about how the Bible and scriptures actually give us like permission and a language to be honest with God. That's really powerful to me um, because it tells me that Christians don't have to be perfect, all uh, people who believe in Jesus or Christ followers don't have to be perfect. That's what I'm taking with me into the new year. Thank you so much. 
Friends, you can go and follow Shane and Shane now online. Find them on social media at Shane and Shane. You're welcome. You'll also find them on the internet at shaneandshane.com and their latest album, Psalms, Hymns and Spiritual Songs, Volume 1 is out now. All those links are in the show notes. In addition, you will also find a link to the Worship Collective, to their website, all the teaching tools they have there. And if you want information about their bazillion albums, I'm sure it's on the website. Seriously, how do people record that? It's incredible. I'm just mind blown. Nice work, team. Please consider this my episodic reminder or ask to please go and give us a rating on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts leave a review um if you're looking for things to talk about on the review i recommend how fast i talk with an australian accent uh barnacles even just saying rip barnacles yeah just do that um or i didn't know that some of these artists existed or well they talked about that that was so cool they're all just suggestions don't let me put words in your mouth but if you're looking for words I have them for you. I am a journalist. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. You can also follow us online at Between You Me Pod on social media or check out our website, betweenyouandmepod.com. And as always, thanks to our friends at jesuswide.com for supporting this episode. Friends, I will see you soon with some more episodes and fun interviews with both really established and up and coming artists. This year, I want to dive into some really important topics and I'm excited to see where this takes us. If you have any suggestions, questions, comments, comments on my comments, comments on how fast I talk, please do let me know. Just send us a message at Between You Me Pod or go onto our website and we'll get back to you. All right, that's all I have. It's 2022, guys. We're going to be okay. We're going to do this and we're going to have we're going to have fun sometimes. No, I can't promise that. We're going to have really good music. No matter what happens this year, there's going to be good music. And we're going to be okay because we're going to do it together. All right, here's to hope. Are you the God of the heavens? Do you rule upon the earth? You say you're the God who delivers. Come on, God. We need you now When danger comes upon us We will call upon your name We don't know what to do But our eyes are on you We don't know what to do But our eyes are on you
Goodbye.